The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, hello. Hello, everybody. and everyone who listens. Especially those Lithuanian listeners. Listen, I don't know what's going on in Lithuania, but we have a lot of listeners, and I'm just throwing some shout-outs to you guys out there. We freaking love you guys, so... Keep it up. I don't know why we're so popular in Lithuania, but I'm not mad about it. I'll take it where I can get it at this point in my life, Michael. I'm uh, right there with you Well, on that one. So today, we are being joined by some special guests. Special? What makes them special? Very special. We have our mutual, amazing tattoo artist, Julia. Artist of the century. Artist of the century. And her rock and roll boyfriend, chime in, guys. Hello. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Hello. Let's uh, let's shout out. Uh, Nick is in a band. Yes, that's true. I'm in a band called The Mighty Fall. And uh, he is amazingly handsome and talented. I'm neither <laughs> of those things. If I do say so myself. <laughs> and uh, Julia is uh, one of the number one tattooers in the state of Rhode Island. Also very that. handsome and talented. <laughs> She's a big hit in Spain. She's a big hit. She's big in Spain. And uh, she works at Blackstone Tattoo Company in Pawtucket. So if anybody's local... Uh, hit these guys up. Go watch a show. Hit her up. Uh, I think her, she's booked up until about May now because she is the bomb.com. But books closed for now. But books are closed for now. Soon. But uh, hit her up. Blackstone Tattoo Company in Pawtucket and go see the Mighty Fall in Rhode Island uh, and the surrounding areas if you are local. Or Argentina if you're apparently we're a hit there. Oh, right. Hey, listen. We're Argentina. Spain, Argentina, Lithuania. And Lithuania. We're, we're, we're a global got reach. We what are, a network. We're big all over the world. We're a worldwide sensation rocking the nation. We call that the in music the come to Brazil factor. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Take it, Michael. We have no Brazilian listeners yet, but maybe this crossover will get us there. You never know. You never know. I'm still <laughs> waiting for Ireland. So if anybody's out there in Ireland, can you please join? Because yeah, our UK numbers are slowly rising, but only England and Scotland so I far. I know. What's going on? No Ireland. Come on, Irish. They've forsaken you. Come on. I know. Why have thou forsaken me, Ireland? <laughs> Do you have I, any... Sorry, go ahead. No, please. You are our guest, Julia. I'm really excited to hear what story you have because yes. <laughs> I listen to the podcast and react like in crazy ways when I'm just listening to it by myself. So yeah. I'm excited to hear like this crazy... Like sometimes I'll pause the podcast and be like, what? <laughs> yeah. To myself, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Please feel free to like chime in, guys. Oh, yes. I'm very curious. To that is this. kind of the format. <laughs> it's what we do. It's what we do here. Feel any... unprepared. I know, I know. That's also our format. <laughs> that's point. We are also all ill-prepared, but that's okay. That's part of our charm. Speaking of Tom, unprepared. Tom, Tom, Part of our charm, Mike. Uh, it's part of our charm. And this is why we have very few listeners. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? We're blowing up. We actually are. We are going in the definitely in the right direction. Yeah, here. we are. Uh, before we jump into this story, do we have any updates to any old stories? I don't have any updates, I don't think. Um, I did try to look up a little bit more going on with the Alex Murdon. He is just going down hot. He is. Uh, I got, believe this is the, the technical legal term. He is fucked. He's fucked. That is a Joan. Joni? Joni, in the, J- Joni is giving you the thumbs up for once in her life, Mike. Well, I still don't like her. Well, she doesn't like you either. That's so. fine. Tough shit. What do you have for us today, my friend? Best well, friend. Best friend, Mike. Well, this is going to be a, a little bit of a wild ride. Oh, God. I'm ready. This Strap me in. <laughs> this is the story of Olga Trapani, Pearl Lusk, and Alan LaRue. Oh, boy. Very interesting characters already. 
how would you, any of you, mm-hmm. like to help investigate a jewel heist? Uh, I'd love to take part in a jewel heist. I've always <laughs> wanted to be part of a heist team. I don't know which guy I would be in the heist. Will I be the getaway driver? I'm obviously not going to be the tech the person. Pro- I'm not going to be the down. Yeah, I'm not going to be the, the techie person yeah. that's literally <laughs> oh, I'm the wild card. I'm the wild card. Yes, yes, 100%. You are you are Charlie for I sure. I am Charlie. Yeah. Well, that's exactly the opportunity that a man named Alan LaRue gave to 18-year-old Pearl Lusk in December 1946. Ooh. Pearl had dropped out of Quakertown High School in Pennsylvania while still in the 10th grade and eventually picked up and moved herself to Brooklyn to live with her mother and stepfather. Okay, that's quite the culture shock. Yes. Now, it didn't take long for Pearl to want more. She gets herself a seasonal job working. She wants more. Well, she wants more. She she doesn't want to be living with her mom in Brooklyn as a 18 year old in 1946. Quaker. No, from all no. the soldiers are coming home. Ooh, hello, just hello. We've got one in every port, baby. <laughs> Hose in different area codes. <laughs> I got holes in different area codes. Right. That was the, the melody was adjusted just enough that it's not going to get us in trouble. Okay, good. <laughs> so she gets herself a seasonal job working at the Oppenheim Collins Department Store in Manhattan. With a job, Pearl moves into a small room on the Upper West Side for $5 a week. What? Can you imagine? That's kind of a lot. Rent control. Can you imagine, like, if she got in oh. and rent control and she's, she's like, her family still pays $5, $5. a week for, like, a flat in, in Manhattan. Manhattan? In upper, upper West Side, Isn't yeah. Isn't that a lot? <laughs> no. $5 a week. In, in, oh, in I thought 19... you get paid. Sorry. No, no, no. no. Yeah. I'm looking up exchange rates here. <laughs> what would $5, $5 a week be? A week in 1942? Six. 46. Six. Forty-six. This is important. I gotta know this. Can you imagine? On the fly. They're like on the fly research. On the fly research. Yeah. Five dollars in nineteen forty-six is about seventy-two dollars a week. Okay, so it's yeah, three hundred bucks a month. Three hundred dollars a month. Now twenty dollars. Then Pearl was a bit hasty, though, in getting this room and moving, and she was only hired as a seasonal employee. So come December twenty-fourth. She's laid off. Oh, crap. She definitely didn't want to move back in with her mother, but making ends meet was not going to be easy. Yeah, right. So she's going <laughs> to do what you got to do, man. Well, it just so happens, a few weeks earlier, while riding the subway, Pearl did happen to meet a personal Is that a euphemism? Nope. She was oh. actually, on, <laughs> actually on the subway. Okay. She meets a personable and good-looking man who introduced himself as Alan LaRue. I don't Dangerous. trust this at all. Dangerous. <laughs> okay, so, uh, sidebar. I lived in New York for like five years. You don't talk to a goddamn soul on the train. No. You don't do not that. a chance. Don't, don't, don't no. anyone people. in the eyes. If, if somebody is, is good-looking and charming and well-dressed on the subway, he's there for, yeah, yeah he's, he's there for he's nefarious there reasons. Yeah. I am going to prep all of you. The subway plays a critical role. Oh, I bet it does. I bet it in does. In multiple stages of this story. Okay. Oh, so this okay. is just the beginning. Uh, when, and our, our, our instincts are right on. Just for your all, all of your information, mm. Alan LaRue was 29 at the oh, time. Oh. So. A nefarious age. Yeah. She, Pearl, Pearl is 18, Alan is 29. Mm-hmm. He asked her out for a drink. But she declined. Well, she's also not old enough, you perv. Get the fuck out of here. In 1946, she would have been. Would she? 18? They didn't raise the drinking age until the 60s, I don't think. Really? Well. Well, I'm not going to look it up. Well, she's being cautious. Yeah. And she's doing the right thing. She declined. 
It's now December 26th, two days after getting the sack from work. And who does Pearl run into on the subway? Oh, let me guess. Alan fucking LaRue. Yeah. (laughs) Why is he constantly just riding the subway? Looking for prey. Hours and hours and hours a day. That's what you do on the subway. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a Dennis Reynolds, like. Yes. <laughs> looking for his prey. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He asks her out again, and this time she accepts. Oh, boy. She doesn't have much else going on well, at the I mean, time. She's so. also 18 and footless and fancy free. Yeah. Let's not talk about the decisions <laughs> I made when I was 18, Mike, because we'll be here all day, and the show will be X-rated. It'll be hey. very, be very different. I was one of those decisions. <laughs> <laughs> So they're on this date, and when the conversation gets around to the topic of what do you do, Pearl can't help but vent her frustrations at being newly unemployed. Hmm. Then it's LaRue's turn, and he tells Pearl that he works as an insurance adjuster. An insurance? Fast-paced. Fast insurance adjuster. What do you do? I'm an insurance adjuster? Import, export. Well, <laughs> I'm in the import, export business. <laughs> what does he import? Potato chips. Oh. And what does he export? Murder. Q tips. Q tips. That's Q-tips it. Q tips and chips. Chips and tips. Well, chips and tips. He expounds upon his insurance adjuster title and says that he's working on a big case about a satchel of jewels that had been stolen. A satchel. And they actually have a prime suspect. Oh. 28 year old named Olga Trapani. Oh, he's pitting these women against each other, and I already don't like it. LaRue offered Pearl an opportunity to do some work for him. As you do with a stranger that you met on the subway. Being in desperate need of a job, she agrees to work for him as his assistant. All she would have to do would be to follow Trapani around and keep track of her movements as, quote, evidence. Yeah. As, 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 okay, so she's Where's probably... Where's she going? Uh, Who's she meeting? Okay, what's she doing? What's she doing with these jewels? Yeah. Pearl loves detective mm-hmm. stories. <laughs> walking around with a sack of jewels. It's a sa- <laughs> First of all, it's, it's a, a satchel, satchel, Nick. It's a satchel. Sorry, a satchel. <laughs> this person's walking around it's with just a, a satchel pack, of jewels. A pack of priceless gems. Yeah. Well, just in, in, in Manhattan. Strolling about, having a walkabout. Yeah. A walkabout, yeah. A well, John Locke walkabout. Yeah. Yeah. Pearl loves detective stories, so she is super on board okay. to be some form of private yeah. investigator without training or any responsibility. Right. It doesn't feel real. <laughs> oh, it's very real. Oh, it's <laughs> it's oh, going to get, get real. It's going to get way worse. LaRue brings Pearl to the Croydon Hat Company, where Olga works, okay. so he can point the suspect out. The haberdashery. That one. <laughs> that, yeah. He's going to say, that's Olga. That's the one. For the next few days... Pearl is on Olga's trail like stink on a monkey. He doesn't. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, Mike. You know, I don't know what would happen if you actually drank caffeine and had a coffee. This is you sans any caffeine. This is just you. I'm hilarious. I am aware of that. I'm aware. Oh, God. She follows her from her home to her office and back again. After those few days... Monday, December 30th, to be exact, Pearl meets with LaRue before starting her work for the day. Pearl is given a package, and LaRue tells her that there's a camera hidden inside. Yeah, okay. That's awfully, no... that's awfully advanced for the 40s, no? This is no ordinary camera, though. Oh, shit. Okay. It was a special camera that could take <laughs> x-ray pictures. Oh, get the what? fuck out of my face. This, is... this girl is naive. Well, she, she's mm, 18. She's 18 from, and from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, she's not worldly. Okay. What? what? Okay. This... 
Okay. LaRue wanted Pearl to follow Olga and get an x-ray specifically oh. <laughs> of her midsection. Yeah, I bet he did. Yeah, I bet he did. Where LaRue thought the jewels might be pinned inside the waist of her dress. Inside, okay, that's not where I thought this was going to go. As soon as you said he, she thought, he thought she might be hiding the jewels inside, I went, stop. <laughs> like up inside? Stop. Like up in, like where your diaphragm goes. <laughs> Get up inside you. Get up inside you like a warm kitten. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna get up inside you, boy. Well, I don't know about you, but when I leave my house, I take everything of value that I fucking own with me. Yeah, I yes, take it all with me and I pin it inside of my waistcoat. Like I put it all inside the waistband of my dress in the pro tip in case that my house gets robbed and I have all my my expensive shit my with me. So jokes on you. I mean. Pro tip: yeah. Just bring your stolen, <laughs> jewels, yeah, yeah, bring your stolen goods with you at all times. So yeah. if you randomly get stopped for something else, they can also bust you for a major <laughs> felony. Having a satchel of yeah. stolen jewels. Yeah. His specific instructions were: remember to aim low at her waist. <laughs> <laughs> this won't yeah. be conspicuous in any way. <laughs> As she's kneeling down, literally <laughs> taking a picture of this girl's vagina. With a box. With a box. Not even a camera. That is that a euphemism? <laughs> A box, it. taking a picture of a box, like and a, a box, and a box. This is meta yeah. as hell. Dick in a box. You have to box. hold it at dick in a box level yeah. to even take Where's my dick in a box? This is like a massive Careful. 40s camera. This is, yeah. this is fucking Yeah, 1940s not, camera that's literally as big as like yeah. a, a, an end table. Not even a regular 1940s camera, massive camera. This is an x-ray camera. This is an camera. x-ray camera. <laughs> this is like, yeah, this is, what is this? Time. It's as big as a room at this point. Yeah. Okay. The dutiful employee, Pearl takes the box, follows Olga around, and that evening gets on the subway from Times Square Station out to Olga's stop in Brooklyn. Good old Pearl. Once on the platform, Pearl points the box at Olga, as she was told, (laughs) pulls on the loop tripwire to activate the camera. Then gets back on the train and heads back to the Times Square station. Okay, I thought I was going to say I thought it was going to be a gun. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a gun or something, and he like she, he gets her to shoot him. But I no, guess I just I'm... thought it was going to be like a big shutter camera where okay. it's like ching. I might like... be a lot darker than <laughs> yeah. I, <think, laughs> I want to admit. I, I thought... think that's well established. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> she gives the box back to Larue so he can get the film developed and they can bust the jewel thief once and for all and then high five like best each friends other. do. Yeah. The next morning is New Year's Eve. And Pearl is excited to see the fancy x-ray photo that she took. Oh, I bet she's... She meets LaRue at 8 a.m. at an automat. Why don't they have automats I don't know. Those were great. Yeah, they were awesome. She's doing this because she wants to, like, move in with him. You think? Well, he's paying her. He's paying her to be his assistant. Yeah. Right, she doesn't have a job, but... Well, I guess she could move in alone, but... Yeah. Yeah, she's been renting like she still has a $5. There's going to be some canoodling going on between them, and they're going to, like, move in or something. Mm. All right, well, that's your hot take. We'll (laughs) continue on. Okay. At the automat, though, LaRue has to break the news to Pearl that the photo didn't take. Because it's not a real fucking camera. Because it's not a real fucking (laughs) camera. Yeah, Yeah. sorry. Because there's not really an x-ray camera in a box. (laughs) Sorry, your hair transplant didn't take. Yeah. You're going to have to try it again. Yeah. Because of the snafu, he brought a new box with a new x-ray camera hidden inside. Yeah, I bet. This box was heavier <laughs> and contained a camera more powerful than the first. Okay. Okay. Why didn't you start with that one then? How about start with the best camera and then if it's too, it's there's too much clarity, <clears throat> we'll work our way down and use a shittier camera. Well, start with the best. It's heavier pearl has to carry this around okay. they want to start it's with one, one that's and easier. done 
Maybe. And you're on the fucking subway. It's not like you're lug. You only have well, to lug to it take it off to the subway. the subway, and then you're riding on a train. The box was wrapped in holiday paper. <laughs> nice little, nice little gift, inconspicuous. Mm-hmm. But it had the same wire trigger mechanism to activate the shutter. Mm. Pearl was ready. Yeah, she's gung ho. She found and followed Olga to the Times Square train station. She knelt down to get the right angle for the waist level <laughs> shot. Took aim. She took a squat. Pulled the wire. Yeah. Bang! No! It's a gun? Olga collapsed to the ground, screaming. Ah! It was a gun. Transit police ran up to Pearl to ask what happened. And she's like, I and have no idea, officers. Sincerely confused, she said, I just took this woman's picture and somebody shot her. <gasps> Whoa. Somebody shot her? Well, she thinks it's a camera. So she thinks that she miraculously got a shot of this woman while someone else... She got a shot while someone else (laughs) gave her a shot. Nice job, Magna P.I. Yeah. (laughs) Another officer opened the package. There was no camera inside. Of course not. (laughs) Instead, there was a sawed-off shotgun held in place... That's a big box! (laughs) Held in place by two wooden cream cheese boxes. (laughs) (laughs) Stop! I don't have it with me. I have a picture of the cream cheese boxes that I will show you okay. uh, after this. I can't wait. wait. A sort of shotgun. Cream cheese, like box. Philadelphia cream cheese boxes? Yeah. I love Philadelphia cream cheese. And it was definitely a nod to her upbringing in Pennsylvania. I guess. Well, oh per- well, God, Pearl, right. well Pearl is devastated. Happy Sylvia, it's all connected. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Now Pearl had found herself in a whole heap of trouble. Well, yeah. Well, she's a murderer, so. Well, did Olga Olga's die? Olga's not dead yet. Uh, not yet. Not yet. Give us time. She will die. This... Give us time. Not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Don't kill me. I have so much love to give. A third officer attended to Olga and asked her, why did this woman shoot you? She's got no fucking clue. To she's which like, I don't Olga, know. This weirdo well, has been following me around. She knows why. Aiming she... a box at my crotch <laughs> for the last week and a half. I mean, she knows why she may have been shot because she's does she did, a crime. but did she actually commit a crime, or is this guy setting her up right. because it's like his ex girlfriend or something, and he's a fucking Looney Tunes? That's this is point. why she is a co-host of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the officer said, "Why did this woman shoot you?" Olga replies, "You fool! She didn't shoot me. <laughs> you, she didn't shoot me. My husband did. Oh, I'm going to die. Well, he got me this time. Now, if you." <laughs> Well, oh, this, got me this, this, time. this keeps going. Now, if he wants me, he can. I'm crippled. Uh, what happened to the police? He must have been too smart for them. Oh. Both Olga and Pearl were rushed to the hospital, and this story isn't even half over. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. I mean, the Jew That's thief why... angle is fucking preposterous. It's the silliest <laughs> yeah. thing ever. Yeah. That's very, like, theatrical that right. it would be that, but that makes sense that the shot would have to be aimed in her midsection to, like, paralyze her. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Well, why wouldn't but you aim it into her chest to try to get her in the heart or in her lungs? Because the hips or... and the waist is the biggest area, yeah. and she's not specifically aiming to hit. Yeah, but also, spray with the shots what about the, yeah. the first box that didn't take? It was a, Was that just to say most to likely a trial it is a run. camera? Most like, likely a trial run that he could trust her to yeah, not look to, inside. To try, ooh, ooh, this son of a bitch. Like a test. This son of a bitch. Olga's full name was Olga Trapani Rocco. She was 28 years old and had been married to Alphonse Rocco for 18 months. But that marriage was annulled two months prior to the shooting. Alphonse, it turns out, 
was a bit of a shitbag. <laughs> <laughs> Shit burger alert. He was the jealous type and routinely threatened Olga. Oh, so she, just, a, just a real piece of shit. Yeah. Okay. She lived her life in constant fear that he would find her. Pearl was shown a photograph, not an x-ray, <laughs> actual photograph of Olga's husband. And wouldn't you know it, oh, let me Alan guess. fucking LaRue is actually Alphonse fucking Rocco. Okay, this giant POS. So you were right. Hmm? Well, you know. That's why she's the co-host. I am a, I'm very dark. I it live was in, never going to be Jules. I live, in, <laughs> I live in the dark spaces of my mind where stories like this uh, run through on the daily, yes. on a ticker tape that never stops. Now, Rocco was already well-known to police. Not long after the annulment, Olga ran into Rocco, now her ex-husband, where? On the the subway. subway. (laughs) While on her way to work. She offhandedly mentioned that she wasn't feeling well that day, and Rocco offered to drive her back home. Oh, I bet he did. They changed trains together to go back in the other direction. Once at Rocco's car, he pulled a knife, held it to Olga's throat, and demanded she do what he said. He He drove her... Who are these women that are just jumping off the subway with these strange men like ladies and girls out there please don't fucking stop talking to strangers don't even have the conversation don't Don't have a conversation don't go to someone's car don't get involved in a jewel heist i rode the subway every day for five years i never spoke to a soul that's how it's supposed to. well you're a big burly dude so i mean to be fair right but this this is the 40s and we have the internet to access all these stories now of well, like tips and tricks of what not to do but at the time regardless of being in the 40s sense, man. She, it's, she's not a stranger he knows she knows him obviously she's afraid of him so she should not have well, got off the I train mean, with him yeah. but it's as not evidenced like it's a, by the fact that he pulled a knife and got her to do yeah. god knows what he drove her he ends up driving her up to Poughkeepsie which is about two hours away okay. out of the city Rocco rented a cabin and held Olga captive for five days wow Okay, okay. On the fifth day... Imagine she gets there and she's like, this is a really nice cabin. And then he's like, you can't fucking leave. And then she's like, this cabin sucks. (laughs) You never took me anywhere this nice when we were married. Yeah, (laughs) what? I've been wanting to come to this cabin for the last five years and this is how you take me here? I want to know the terms of being held hostage too. Like, is he cooking her meals and (laughs) just living there or is she she in a basement? Well... Oh, God. He didn't think this through. (laughs) Uh-huh. Clearly not. As on, most men. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. On, on, no, no. Mm-hmm. I, none taken. Mm-hmm. This is fair. Yeah. On the fifth day, Olga somehow managed to convince her ex-husband that she needed to go back to Brooklyn to get fresh clothes. <laughs> this dumb fucking idiot believed her. That's okay. how badly okay. men don't want to do laundry. Men are dumb, man. I have to get clean clothes because they can do laundry. I'm being held hostage. I'll go down to the river and wash them and beat the clothes against the rocks. Rocco drove her back, dropped her off, and that seemed to be that. Okay. <laughs> he just, just let that her go. That was it. He that. fucked he, off. Yeah, he left. Okay. You would think that this little excursion would be why the police were looking for Rocco prior to the shooting, but you would be wrong. Oh, there's more. Did she report this? On November 1st, things got much worse for Olga. Oh, boy. Oh, no. This is a quote. I was helping my mother set the dinner table, and the window was open, and all of a sudden... I felt a very sharp sting in my right leg, and when I bent down to touch it, it was bleeding. Shot through the window. It was the same leg that Pearl would later shoot her in. Oh, man. Come on. What? This time, after the first shooting, Olga calls the police. Okay. I mean, a little late to the party, but okay. She spent 10 days in the hospital, 
with that bullet wound, but was soon back at work. Uh, uh, nobody, she wasn't like, it's probably my ex-husband. Yeah. He's held me hostage yeah, right? and can no. go pick him up. He's now shot me once. Yeah. Maybe uh, go look for Rocco. On her train commute to work, she spotted Rocco lurking behind one of the pillars of one of the subway stations. <laughs> lurking. He's like, literally, it's just one eye. Yeah. Like, to yeah. the side. Yeah, he was behind the he pillars. he leans back so you can't see him like a fucking creep. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Obviously. I mean, at that point, I would have been like, fucking creep. I would just start screaming. I'd make a spectacle of myself right. like I do on a daily basis <laughs> and call attention so that he cannot harm me because now everybody's looking. Right, point him out. Yeah, no one's ever heard anybody in front of anybody in the no, city. No, but I mean, <laughs> if you're yeah. screaming and making a commotion, yes. obviously it would be less likely for him to walk up to you and pop you in the right. head. Like but she's terrified of this guy. Yeah. And this is obviously evidence of stalking now. Well, yeah. Right. Well, December... back then it was just called being interested in a lady. Yeah. <laughs> On December 9th. It was called courting (laughs) in the 40s. (laughs) On December 9th. So this is a month and a week after being shot. Mm -hmm. He called her at work. Quote again from Olga. He said he was watching me. He knew everything. He knew when I went to work and that he did not aim right the first time. Yo, I'll (laughs) this motherfucker. But that when he would aim again, he would kill me. This at this point with a box. <laughs> at this point in the story, this is where I get a weapon and I get him before he gets me. I mean, am I wrong? Couldn't she? It's a plan. Mm. Why isn't she reporting this like every time something happens? He called her every day to threaten her. Olga ran into him several times on the train during her commute. I mean, at this point, the cops probably wouldn't give a shit because it's the 40s and women right. have barely The police any eventually did agree to provide Olga with an officer escort to and from work okay. until they were able to arrest Rocco. Good, okay. That's, yeah. That's what that's I was one step too. in the right direction. <laughs> this is a roller coaster of your relationship with the cops right now. Okay. You're like, where the fuck are the cops? Oh, that's nice that they did it. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> on the morning of December 31st, the cops didn't show up to help Olga to work. Yeah, because they all got <laughs> pissed. They got pissed the night before because it was fucking New Year's, and they left her out to dry. So Olga's sister goes with her instead this time. Oh, great. That was the morning that Pearl took her picture. Great. So her sister has now seen her shot. Correct. Perfect. The hunt was now on for Alphonse Rocco. (laughs) But the cops were stumped. Oh, you don't say. Where is this mofo? Oh, you don't say. A nine-state search was launched Why? to find him. Why nine states? He's clearly in the greater New York boroughs area. Like, I mean, where, where the fuck did they think he went? Because he knew they were after him. Come on. he's Nicely done, this, He's a creature of habit. I'm going to say he's probably still Well, in he's York. been watching and taking all this, this information. Yeah, he's copious, been lurking. Copious notes lurking around. So he knows something's up with, you know. Yeah, and he obviously farmed out his uh, his stocking work to somebody else so he could get away with it for longer. Mm. It took almost a week for the first lead to materialize. January 5th, 1947, Rocco goes to his friend's house, Dominic Rizzo. Where? Mm. Located where? Hold on. <laughs> Dominic Rizzo knew Rocco as a small-time crook with a record for st- stealing cars. Again with the Italians committing crimes. This shit pisses me yeah, off to I no end. I found this one special for you. Yeah, I bet you did. Rizzo only knew Rocco as Alan Lamont. 
This guy and his aliases. So even though he knew, Rizzo knew, the police were looking for someone named Alphonse Rocco, he didn't suspect his friend. Rocco told Rizzo, I feel like I'm in Greece here. (laughs) Rocco told Rizzo that he had a lead on some hard-to-find parts for a car. So the next day, Rocco, Rizzo, and Rizzo's nephew set off in Rizzo's car for the Catskills to get the part. So they're still in fucking in New, New York. York. Okay, yes. thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I just didn't they're not that. nine states. Yeah. There's no nine <laughs> states involved. Once again, the cops are fucking like losing the shit, doing everything but what they should be fucking doing. Okay. Well, some he's them. in New York. No shit. That is pretty far, to be fair. That's that's a, that's a that's a haul. It's still New York. Out, they're, out they're, the mountains. Yeah. they're talking about a nine state, <laughs> nine different states. They're looking for oh, this they're guy. They're blowing it. They're completely. He might it. be at the Grand Canyon, and maybe my wife and kids should come with me to help investigate. And if I had on, wheels, I might yeah. be a bicycle, Michael. <laughs> he's in New York. <laughs> this is true. On the way, the group stop at a diner to eat. But Rocco drives off with Rizzo's car, leaving the other two stranded in the middle oh of nowhere. <laughs> this piece of shit. He's out of control. He's fucking wiling out. While Rizzo calls his wife to explain what happened, he goes through a travel bag that Rocco left behind. Oh. This was okay. a big bag. mistake. Okay. Gems. <laughs> it's it's a bag of precious gems. <laughs> full of stones. There is, there is no satchel here, but inside he finds a twenty-two caliber, or finds several twenty-two caliber bullets oh. and documents that prove that his friend's real name isn't Alan Lamont or Alan LaRue, <laughs> but really Alphonse Rocco. This puts the cops on his trail. Oh, finally. He had to slip up for the cops to be able to do their freaking job. Now, they run him like stink on a murder. I bet they were. (laughs) About 30 minutes away from the diner, Rocco breaks into a house, waving around two guns and telling him... (laughs) (laughs) He just walks in, he's like, waving around. Yeah, let's sting. Put your hands up. He tells the couple that lives there that he plans to stay indefinitely. Okay. What? Yeah, he's He's like, I'm forcing myself. I'm a forcible house guest. I live here now. Yes. This is an Airbnb, and I now live here. You need to go. Well, I guess indefinitely means something different to all Alphonse, Mm-mm. because he decides to leave the very next day. <laughs> <laughs> so what did that night? I want to know yeah. what that night was like. Uh, what was, was that night sitting? like? Oh, my God. What happened? Was he I don't just sitting know. on the living room? Imagine they just them? all sat down. The wife made dinner. Had a nice They're meal. having a cup of tea. They're yeah. watching... God, Ed Sullivan on the TV or something. <laughs> and then they just have a nice night. Too early for yeah. that. Nightcap, 1947 at this point. Mm. Maybe it would have been a week off because of the holiday, you know. Mm. So close to New Year's. You know, they're drinking a couple, of, drinking a couple of highballs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> on and the chain smoking. Well, that goes without saying. They haven't stopped smoking this entire story. Yeah, right. <laughs> They've been chain smoking the whole story. So he decides to leave the next day and demands that one of the owners of the house drive him back into the city. <laughs> No, just say no. Hey, I'm gonna need a well, ride. Well, he's waving. Dude, I literally would have been like, "Yeah, wait outside. I'm gonna go get my car and I'll run this motherfucker over." Like, what are these people doing? The guy, the owner of the car, said that the car wouldn't make it that far. It needed repairs. So, <laughs> <laughs> so ever magnanimous, Rocco compromises and changed his mind and wanted a ride to Grand Gorge instead. Okay, these people are very complacent, which it tracks with the time. Yeah. But, I don't know. They're like, I sure, just, I'll... Yeah, they just seem to go along with... Well, you broke into my house, you held me and my wife hostage, uh, I'll give you a ride, though. My car won't make it that far, though, so I can only take you, like, halfway if that's cool. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that'll work. Okay, so we've gone they've from... Come to an agreement. I'm staying here forever. Right. 
to probably 12 hours later. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. I need a ride. I need, <laughs> I need a ride. I need a ride to the city. It's like that bummy friend. Yeah, that bummy friend that just shows up and just expects you to, like, feed them, clothe them. Hey, can I use your shower? Uh, Also, in the morning, can you give me a ride? Oh, I have a job interview (laughs) across town. Do you have a suit I can borrow? Take me to the city. Take me. I can't do that. Take me to Grand Gorge. (laughs) Okay, I'll take you to Grand Gorge. He changed his mind on the way, though. Again. Rocco changes his mind? Yes. Okay. While on the way to Grand Gorge, he decides instead that he wants to go to the home of his old hunting buddy, Leroy Lewis. No. That's not a real man. I think we could pull into a 7-Eleven on the way. I really want a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the next Wawa? <laughs> you guys spot me for a hoagie? <laughs> oh, look. World's best cup of coffee. Can we stop? Guys, we gotta pull over. I mean, come on. Guys, pull over. Guys, guys, pull over. <laughs> Best cup. I mean, it couldn't be. How good could it be? It's world's best. It's a bold claim. It's world's best. We got to stop for this. I'm a bit of a coffee aficionado. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a hostage taker. Yeah. And I like coffee. I like coffee. And the two can coexist. So, again, Rocco, (laughs) much like he did with his wife after taking her hostage, uh, he lets the guy go. Okay. After he gets dropped off at Lewis or Leroy Lewis's house. Okay. He basically just used him as a 1940s Uber. <laughs> and it wasn't long before the cops arrived at the home of Leroy Lewis. Okay. They missed Rocco by about 30 minutes. But Lewis's wife tells the police that Rocco set out on foot with one of their sleeping bags. Oh, now he's fucking a naturalist. Okay. He's going he's gonna to go out in nature. Bad news for well, Rocco. <laughs> just... He gets eaten by a bear. Hey! This, he can't catch a break. He wants to go to the city. The car won't take him there. Right. Oh, I know. I'll go to my friend's house. I'll camp out there. It's nice. It's great. There's 10 inches of fresh snow on the ground. Well, sucks to suck. So the cops had little trouble tracking him through the woods. Oh, my God. They're like, well, here's a trail, Barney Fife. Let's follow and see where it leads. See where the dumbest guy on earth went. (laughs) Right. Rocco was spotted sleeping under a tree. Aww. What the, an angel. It's like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> the police spread out around him and fired a warning shot into the air. No. Warning shot. Shoot him in the leg. Shoot him in like the leg he like he did Olga. to Olga. Twice. Twice. Rocco returned fire four times towards where he saw the flash. Yeah, this is why you don't do it. Mm-mm. And the police Mm-mm. shot back. Rocco was still half in his sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid idiot. Basically, what? Caterpillar shooting mother. Basically a sitting duck. And three bullets fired by police ended up killing him. They don't know which one was the fatal one, oh, but three well. of them would have killed him. Oh. Does not does it really matter at this point? He didn't have much with him to be on the run for an extended period. All the cops found in his possession were the two guns. A satchel of jewels? <laughs> $62.98 in cash. Oh. A picture of Olga. No. <laughs> For what? what? For what reason? You know what? For what reason? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. A yeah. letter from a different woman. Mm. Who's that woman? <laughs> his military draft card, his driver's oh, license. Okay, that tracks. A driver's license, a flashlight, and yeah. his watch. $62, that's pretty good. That's that's like almost 800 bucks. I now, was going to so say. He's, okay. He's all right. All right. He, 
He was actually set for a little we bit. We, like, there. scoffed at that. We were yeah, like, yeah, $62, $62 fucking bopper. And then we're like, oh, it's actually 800 oh, no, which is loaded. probably more than I have in and my pocket. I will say it was a wristwatch, not a vintage 1940s pocket watch. Okay. Well, so, not as good. Not yeah, as good. Yeah. yeah. He's not as dapper. But what was he eating? <laughs> Money. He's foraging. <laughs> He's foraging, Julia. Well, he no. stocked up at that diner he ditched Rizzo at. Yeah, he had coffee, coffee and, and like a, a yeah. bre- like an all-you-can-eat like Grand Slam yeah. breakfast. There's also the the pie stands along the road, trying all the different pie: oh, cherry pie, I rhubarb love pie. Though blueberry pie is the best pie. But was he hunting, or no, it hadn't pie. been long enough? Well, it hadn't been long enough. The okay. cops were only thirty minutes behind him when they got to Lewis's house, so oh, he was only okay. out there to like sleep. And then his right. wife dropped a dime. Yeah. She was like, "He's out in the back." A few days later, Pearl is released, the victim of a a proto-Tinder swindler. (laughs) The Tinder Tinder swindler. swindler. If you haven't seen the Tindler swindler. swindler. (laughs) swindler. If you haven't seen the Tinder (laughs) swindler on Netflix, definitely watch it. I call it the Tinder swindler. Would have been a better joke if I didn't stumble on my, you know. Yeah. Olga had to stay in the hospital for two months after the shotgun blast to the leg, which ended up having friends. to be... <laughs> I hope they become friends. She ended up having to have her leg amputated. Oh, oh my God. Damn. Not friends. Not friends. Well, she was swindled, though. She I didn't want to she, be friends with She just thought I was... I don't give a shit. She, was, she thought... Leg. But she <laughs> thought she was helping solve a crime. Like, she thought this well. lady was a criminal, and all she was doing was taking a photo. She a didn't know... A <laughs> A satchel. She needs that satchel. She does. She just thought that she was taking a picture and helping to solve a crime. She was naive. See, but and that's dumb. that. But that's the detail that I forgot to mention in the story. The jewels, whatever. But it was a really nice satchel. They wanted that satchel back. Well, yeah, it's the satchel, not the jewels. It, not the jewels. It's, the, it's the satchel. After her leg is amputated, she sued the city of New York for two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, which today the only math that I actually did <laughs> is about two million dollars today. Oh, all right. Well, Accusing the police of negligence for not protecting her from her husband, I mean, despite that's true. despite her filing numerous complaints and their promise to keep her safe. Because they didn't give a shit. Okay, just so like, you got a peg like they don't give a shit now, though. That's not a bad trade-off. Let, 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 let me let me let me throw back to the Miyazawa family episode where we talked about someone who's close to me who was being harassed. And we contacted the police, and it took them three fucking weeks to even assign someone to the case, and then they notified by email. <laughs> so things haven't changed as much as we would like to have hoped that they have changed since the 40s. That's snail mail at this point. You yeah, really. Wanna, you want to know how little things have changed? <laughs> 0.0%. The case was eventually thrown out in 1953. <laughs> uh-huh. The state Supreme Court justice who ruled was sympathetic to Olga but said she didn't have a case because her complaints were filed against Rocco, not Pearl. No. No. Uh, Okay. She she wanted to be protected from harm in general, I I would say. It doesn't matter who's the stalker. Yeah, if you've got two people working in conjunction with each other stalking you and we know who one is and the other one was duped, it doesn't mean... They still should have accompanied her to work that day. Yeah, but they they got lit. It was Christmas Eve. (laughs) On New Year's Eve, sorry. You don't think that they're going to show up to work the next fucking day? But that's how little it's changed. Well, yeah, it hasn't, it's not about the victim. No, it hasn't changed. Now, the weirdest twist of all is that Pearl and Olga would bump into each other around the city occasionally, and by all accounts, they were casual acquaintances. Almost friendly. Yeah. Remember when you yeah. shot me? Hey, remember yeah. when you shot me? Yeah, but hey, remember when I was duped by the same guy? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That was crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. that guy. 
you want to go get one of the best cups of coffee in the in the world? It's uh, right down the street. There's a sign, so it must be yeah, true. Yeah, before he died, Alphonse updated his coffee blog. Yeah. <laughs> He's got great reviews on yeah, there. Let's go yeah. check it out. So they lived out their days, you know, acquaintances, mm-hmm. friendly. And that was the story of Olga Trapani, Pearl Lusk, and Alan LaRue, Alan Lamont, Alphonse <laughs> Rocco. Fuck that, Do you dude. have pictures of these people? I do, but my phone is over outside. Oh, uh, well... So I will show you in due course. Later. But fuck Alphonse, right? Fuck Alphonse, Rocco, LaRue, Lamont, whatever the hell his aliases are. Whoever you are. (laughs) Whoever you is, fuck your face. I mean, at least it got solved and he was killed and found out. I mean, a lot of the cases you guys do... Nobody yeah. knows who it was. So I, feel, yeah. I feel pretty good about this. Yeah. <laughs> I feel pretty good that, about the fact that this piece of shit got shot yeah, multiple she got times two million dollars. while he was trapped in a sleeping bag like a <laughs> fucking loser. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh no. Uh, my zipper stuck. Ah! Oh, pow! 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 Like yeah, that's like, what you get, bitch. Everything worked out all in all, bitch. That's I mean, what you get. Minus, the leg. minus one leg, but you know. <laughs> Minus one leg and $2 million. <laughs> no, they, she never got it. The oh. case got oh, thrown out. No. Right, right. So oh, she's yeah. still broke. So she just, <laughs> she's so still, she's still broke and she has one leg. Yeah. yeah. Yep. She's a broke-ass pirate. Yep. Yep. Cool. Well, that's cool. Well, you can take your hollow wooden leg and fill it with precious stone. <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> no one, none the wiser. No one would ever know. None other the other than the shaking sound every time you take a step. <laughs> well, if you fill, ching, it to ching, the top. fill that yeah. chuck full of yeah. precious gems. Well, then going anywhere. Then, yeah. you know, so. Oh, oh, bedazzle ah. your wooden leg with the jewels and nobody will suspect. They'll just think that you're like really sassy lady in the 40s. You got flair. Yeah, she's got flair. Yeah. Yeah. Little yeah. flair. All right. Do you know when they died? or? Uh, I believe Pearl lived into the 1970s, which isn't that old. I think I she, died in her, she died in her 50s, I right. believe. Uh, Olga, I think, also died in the 70s. I'll, I'll have to look it up. But yeah. they both lived out kind of the rest of their Can lives. Can you imagine? They should have just gotten together and been a couple. <laughs> yeah. Things right. would have probably Bonded worked out over. a lot better for them. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not, because in the 40s, they well, probably right. would have been yeah. would have been able to, and, yeah. you know, been able to get jobs. They would have, like, thrown rocks at yeah. them and, and weighed them down in the in the river to see if they could float. Well, yeah, you know? that's how you tell if they're a witch. Right. Crazier things have happened. I mean, there was a man in an <laughs> attic for 25 years last time. <laughs> ten, ten years, yeah. Oh, that oh was Otto. <laughs> oh. <laughs> poor, poor boy. Still what? just thinking about that face of Otto's, right? Yeah, man. Poor kid. Weather not beaten. Cute. <laughs> not, not cute, but I mean, no. I think that was... He had a hard life. He had a hard... He lived in a fucking attic, Julia. For he 10... A, he did. For he 10 years. Dweller. For 10 years. Three so, attics, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... Yeah, that's four walls and a roof, kind of. Uh, well, is it? It's just... Sort of. No, 36 inches of... Yeah. Crawl space. 1700 a month, nothing included. Today. <laughs> right. Yeah, no exactly. Pets. No yeah. pets. Yeah. It's about the Communal size of my, my apartment. Yeah. 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 Well, well, I think uh, adding some guest hosts definitely enlivened the discussion. Really spiced things up yes. this week. Yeah. Thank you for having us. It was Thank yeah, you man. for joining us. Thanks for being here. Thank you for Sorry doing we the invaded math. your uh, it, Sunday morning. Much, much difficulty on my end. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. 
expert Google. Well, well, Michael. With that, we'll see you next week. See you next week on Bye. Murder Amongst, Amongst Friends. Friends. Bye.